This is the NFL Play Football Podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. The NFL celebrates youth and high school football year-round through camps, activities, NFL flag, and tackle leagues. The Play Football Initiative provides a fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels, equipping young people with key life skills that are building blocks to success on and off the field. Hey everybody, it's Jeff Fisher from High School Football America, and we're south of Indianapolis today as we continue our journey across America with the uh, 32 Coach of the Year winners from uh, the 32 teams, and they're all finalists now for the Don Shula Award. And we're going to talk today with Eric Moore, the uh, head coach at Center Grove, a regular in the High School Football America Top 100 through the years uh, that's powered by NFL Play Football. And Coach Moore has really got it rolling there with his Trojans. Five state titles, three in a row in the state's biggest classification, 6A. And he's here to talk about uh, what it's been like for the last three years on quite a roll and winning the award and everything about his program. Thanks for taking the time, Coach. Oh, great to be here. Great to talk with you. So excited about our program and uh, being at Center Grove High School. Yeah, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of different things here. But I'm going to dial it back first. And uh, I think the last time I talked to you in 15, we talked about your journey from Florida up into Indiana, and and uh, I, I saw something on Colts.com the other day that I didn't know. I, I knew you built the program, and I knew it was more of a basketball school before you got there, but I, I loved one of the quotes saying you, you felt they had a Taj Mahal there. Now, I've been at your football stadium. It's a pretty darn nice one right now, but I want to know what you did back at the beginning that set the foundation for what's become really uh, one of the powerhouses, not only in the state of Indiana, but a, a national one. As I said, you've been in a lot of national rankings through the years. What were some of the things you did right back then and what were some of the things that you did wrong that you had to fix <laughs> well uh yeah there's probably a lot more things you do wrong than you do right but the first thing is yeah we did i did stand on the hill and thinking about taking this job and uh outside the school and look at the taj mahal basketball palace we play in it's and we and well deserved they should play in a nice place it's indiana king of basketball but the colts had uh, had really come a rise in the early 2000s when i got here with peyton manning at the same time and really brought high school football with them. And everything the Colts have done has made high school football better in Indiana. So I, I just, you know, when I decided to take the job, I said, you know, we have to have better facilities. We have to have better, just better everything that has to do with building a football program. And the first thing you have to do is you have to solidify your youth programs. And everybody, you know, sometimes it becomes a joke. I'm, no, I'm more known for my youth programs. I have one <laughs> of the most outstanding youth programs there is. We have six lit fields. Uh, it's just, it's immaculate. The sponsorship behind it is tremendous. The support is tremendous. You know, we have over seven, 800 people, little kids playing football from second grade tackle all the way to sixth grade, sixth, fifth, sixth grade travel teams. Uh, we have leagues. It, it's just a tremendous place. Uh, it's almost like a county fair. Uh, we're very fortunate. We're the only school in our, in our, in, in our, in what you would call a district. There's other schools around us. We don't split our high school with other schools. So, if you live in Greenwood, Bartersville, you go to Center Grove High School. So that's what it's, you know, it's been, we're the only, I tell the kids, this is the only show in town on Friday night. So uh, we got to make it good. Uh, and we've just really developed that and, and it's become full circle now. I have the young men that played for me in the 2000 class that went to the state championship the first time now run my youth program. So we've really become full circle. It's all our offense is taught in the little grades on up and people say that's too much. Well, it's not. It gives kids purpose. It gives me a chance to help and support. We do three or four clinics a year. 
Uh, I'm, I try to be down there every Saturday after our games are over on Friday night. And we do our Saturday morning work and our freshman or JV plays on Saturday at 10. Then I try to get down there by one o'clock and uh, just, you know, make sure that they understand it's still important for me. Uh, and I've done that for all 24 years I've been here and watch that grow from two fields to six fields or actually one field to six fields, uh, full sponsorship, uh, paid parking lot. We have a wonderful uh, man in our community by the name of Ray Skillman, who, who uh, as you said, built our stadium, our high school stadium, and he's paved the, the parking lots in the, in the Bantam program. So you roll in there, and it's, it's just, a, just a wonderful place, and that is what solidified football. Everybody that grows up in Center Grove, yeah, you may be a great baseball player. We have a great baseball program. You may be a great track kid and a great basketball player. We have those two as well, but we're known for a great football program from second grade to 12th grade. And very proud of it. So that's the one of the key things I did. I made it football important. I tried to make football important from second grade on. And, you know, we the kids wear numbers on Saturdays, the same numbers of the stars on Friday night. So when they come to games, I want them to have someone to look for. Hey, and there's number 53. I wear 53. I know that guy's name. Uh, and, and, you know, and it's worked. And we've had a lot of stars come out of our program in the last 24 years. They go to almost every – probably every conference in America and – it played in the Super Bowl to the Rose Bowl to Orange Bowl uh, last uh, Friday night. Uh, so it's, it's been pretty cool. Uh, some of the things that were hard um, was after we went to the state for the first time in 2000, I, I sort of thought the expectation would just be automatic. And it really wasn't. Kids still chose to do other things. And we mm-hmm. still had to make football important by making it exciting and making it fun. And my one of my big statements is hard work, time, dedication equals success but you got to watch and you still have to make it fun and i think some people take the fun out of football uh, so we sort of developed the process in the last 15 years of you know less is more you know we don't need to do things we don't we don't do things seven days a week you know we uh in the off season i want my kids to play other sports they do other things uh, we do have a you know obviously have an off-season program it's really intense but it's short and it's to the point, I don't keep them for long periods of time. I think the kids respect that, but really they respect that they know that, you know, I have a division one baseball player with my best receiver this year. And I don't expect to see him until the season starts because he's out doing summer baseball and they, they still get in and do things on their own, but still I want kids to want to play basketball. You know, I want them to want to play uh, baseball. I am still the head track coach. This will be my last year. And we won the state championship in track, you know, in 2011. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's been it's been demanding, it's been very challenging. But God, has it not been just a, a wonderful thing to watch and uh, be a part of and, and grow with? And this community, I mean, it is the only thing that happens on Friday night. But I, I don't think it would ever happen without the help of the Indianapolis Colts and the way the Colts raised the level of football. And it just happened to be right when Peyton Manning came through. Uh, just become important again, you know? Yeah, I no doubt, and uh, I'm going to segue into that, but I do want to tell you I have stayed at the Hilton Garden Inn off of 65 in Greenwood, and I did venture out to take pictures of your stadium. And, and before we get into the Colts, <laughs> I want to say one thing, because when I said south of Indiana, I think a lot of people think, well, Indiana, you know, big city, all that, major league city and all that, but you really are a small town. I mean, in, in many, many oh, ways. Yeah. You're, you're in the biggest classification, but you're a small town, big area. I love it out there, and it sounds like the community is bought in, I wanted you to talk a little bit about maybe the community and the administration in the process because, you know, yes, you win the award. Yes, your name's on the award, but it's really a, a partnership, right? Well, absolutely. Uh, and I've been blessed to have good administrators here. 
and they've not all been football guys, but they they're they're all about kids. And what we want, we want kids to have success. And, and they've all bought in on the fact that you know, if you come here and you play here, you know, if you stay long enough, you're probably going to be a champion in something, and you're probably going to win something in football if you come and stay. We had one uh, Division One player before 1998. Uh, uh, and we've had over 200 since 1999. Wow. So what we're doing is, is obviously been the correct thing to do. And we are fortunate. You know, we're eight miles south of uh, Indianapolis. So there's still cornfields. I still have farm kids. We have 4-H. You know, we still have county fairs down here. But yet we're 10 minutes away, 12 minutes away, and you're in Lucas Oil Stadium. So uh, it's it's a perfect place to be. It's, it's you know, the community. You know, the, the so many businesses are here. They realize that people come to our school and move to our school because – they want to be. A, they want our our community. They move to our communities and work here and build businesses here because they want their kids to go to Center Grove High School. It's safe. It's one of the best college prep high schools in Indiana. Uh, the teachers are outstanding. I've always had great school board and superintendents and all that stuff. I've always been outstanding and very supportive. Uh, and come to the games and enjoy. It's a process, but it's high school football. And what people don't get, you can only do it one time a week. Mm-hmm. It, we own Friday nights, and we've really, you know, the, I tell you, the big problem with that is. We get great opponents, you know, that come out of the city and play us in, 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 in the conference that we had been in for 20 years. And they play their best game because it's so exciting here. But there's always, you know, seven to 8,000 people and it's loud. And it's, you know, you always get the other team's A game. That's, that's one of the bad things. <laughs> I get that. And like I said, go back to my trip out there. I, I kept going, well, where's the city coming? <laughs> and all I saw yeah, were yeah. pretty cornfields. But it's, yeah, and then bam, you're 465 the highway and wow, you're downtown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've, I sort of stole the old NASCAR term as, you know, you are the motor oil of NASCAR. We, you know, I, we went out and said, hey, you can be the only, you know, uh, construction company that we sponsor. You can be the only builder, the only insurance. We started building like that, but then there's so many people wanted to be a part of what we did. We sort of had to get away from that and go back to letting anybody be a sponsor that wanted to be a sponsor and, and get on board with us. Uh, so it, it's just been a, it's been a tremendous, you know, we're going to play in the Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame Classic game this year in Canton, Ohio, to start the season. Uh, our, 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 our brand is really all the way across the country. Uh, I get coaches everywhere calling about, how did you do this? How, how do we do that? And uh, You know, you went through coronavirus, you went through bad economical times, but yet the football program here seemed to thrive. And it's because the kids appreciate the opportunity to get a chance to play. And that's probably been the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest stepping stone was no class has ever just walked in and said, ah, I've had enough. They've all wanted their own, you know, legacy. Yeah. Now, and like I said, we've had fun seeing your uh, name there in the, the national rankings, uh, not only for High School Football America, but Max Preps and all that. We're talking with Eric Moore, head coach at uh, Center Grove High School in Indiana, the Colts coach of the year. You've mentioned the Colts. Uh, we've done a lot with them because it's not by accident that the, um, the, the football across the state has risen. Like you said, the Colts have done a lot to reach down into the roots of the game. Uh, from your perspective, as a guy that's been there a while, uh, has been having success from it, now being honored by them. What what does it mean to you that uh, the Colts reach down like they do to not only your level, but even even deeper? Well, one, you're very appreciative. And two, it's, it's an honor to be even mentioned with the Naples Colts and Jim Irsay. But they start from the top and they work all the way to the grassroots. And I'll say this, by the top, I mean, we get to play our championship game in the Lucas Oil you know, Stadium, one of the nicest facilities in the NFL and the nicest facilities in America. So we never have to worry about weather, enough seating, and stuff like that. It's played on Thanksgiving weekend. 
So our whole schedule is worked back from, from that championship game. They have numerous, numerous uh, activities for, for youth and high school and prep uh, training clinics. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to, they've invited me to come to practice. So they're always reaching out to high school, the helmets program. Um, just everything you think of, uh, the Colts have their, have their uh, hand on. They pay for the trophies that are presented to, this, to winning teams in the sectional, regional, semi-state, and state. It's, it has become the Indianapolis Colts high school football program, basically, in the state of Indiana, which, you know, honestly, it probably should. And, I, and you know, more Major League Baseball and basketball and football teams should stand up and support their high schools because if we let their grassroots die, which is easy to do right now, then it's only going to suffer on top eventually. And I think the Colts have, you know, one of the main cognates of all the NFL teams of really stepping up and uh, helping the, the high school sports, but all the way down to youth sport camps and um, seven-on-seven leagues right now in the, in the middle of the, of the uh, winter um, and using their indoor facility. Uh, just, you know, you just can't uh, – their, their food program they, that they, that they uh, give away uh, and, and contribute to food banks. It's, it's just been unbelievable. Yeah, it is. I've had the chance uh, to to interview Mike Pryor, the commissioner of youth football there with the Colts. Uh, yeah, and good he, friend of mine. Yeah. Spe- special guy, and I'm, I'm going to ask you about him and Beaton Cathedral and all that because he's an, an assistant coach there. But I, I, I want to, you know, like I said, this is an award that has your name on it, but it's it's certainly, uh, you know, a partnership with everybody. And I, I wanted to give you a moment or two. You mentioned that some of your past players are part of that youth program, that great youth program you've built. Let's let's talk about your, your staff, the assistant guys. You know, you're the CEO here. You need those grunt guys that are working every day hard for you. Let's let's salute them a little bit by name. Some of the guys that have been with you for a while and and, and yeah, what they absolutely. do for your program. Well, you know, to start off in our building here, I you know I have six or seven coaches in our building that teach here. Uh, my my defensive coordinator Chad Daniels, my pretty much my passing coordinator uh, Joe Joe Sider, which I went to college at Indiana University with Joe. We've known each other for fifty years. Uh, excellent coach. You know, he's, he's been, he's coached uh, two or three different uh, Mr. Football quarterbacks in his life, but he's been here with me for 15 years. Uh, Troy Dice is one of my offensive line coach. Uh, Kevin Hutchins, another offensive line coach. Uh, one of my DB coaches is even older than me. He's in his late, late sixties, Tom Blank. Uh, he's just a remarkable character, uh, coach as well as an unbelievable football coach. Uh, Kevin Deedle, uh, who played for me at, at, uh, played tight end and linebacker for me in the 2000 state championship game. You know, he's a business accountant here in town. And he comes out and volunteers his time and puts in, you know, 20, 30 hours a week grunt time in football. Um, Brian Harbin, uh, who was with me since 2000, he's left a couple times and come back, uh, tried to head coaching thing, but always comes back. They always seem to come back. He's been with me over 18 years. Brad Timmons has been with me, my running back coach for 18 years. So you can see that how, so let's we are. Ryan Spoomore, one of my receiver coaches, been with me for 18 years. Uh, and, and then one of my youngest coaches, he's like 23, 24-year-old, Joey Sadowitz, who played on the 2015 team, state championship team, the first undefeated team at Center Grove High School. Um, and he's back with me now as a PE teacher in the middle schools and uh, works with my JV team and my receivers and, and quarterbacks. Um, it's Nick Lyon, who was a defensive line coach for me. Nick played for me in 2000 as well. So I have two players from the 2000 team that are coaching with me still and, and eight coaches from the 2000 era that are still coaching with me. And then the rest of the guys that have been with me for from 12 to 15 years. 
That's the and, beauty uh, of high school football, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's at the top. That's at the top level. Um, got a message here. That's at the top level. Uh, I don't have it. Uh, I'm, my keys are on my desk in there. Sorry. That's okay. Um, you're sorry, working. You're I'm you're still quiet. working. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I got freshman PE. How about that? <laughs> I'm 62 years old and coached for 40 years. I still have freshman PE. Maybe my administrators need to talk to you. Maybe that's. You know, I'm sorry. I love. Well, anyway, t- tell them about this award. That's the, that's, the, oh my, that's the top of the level. You know, the varsity football is the cream of the crop. Coaches and things. So now you go down all the way to the bottom. My second through uh, sixth grade youth program. Uh, I have Brent Lay, who played for me in 2000. He's the president. Andy Moore is is one of the hardest-working kids I've ever had, who was a, was a uh, scholarship player in high school in 2000. He's, he's on that board with Dallas Johnson. Um, there's, this, there's been so many of my kids through the years been on those youth boards and those Bantam football programs, but those two gentlemen are really, really uh, working it right now. So many kids have, have, have become uh, – have had good jobs because of their college experience, because of their high school experience. And now they come back and, uh, you know, here they are giving back their time and money. So my youth program, my whole board is, is from my the high school from the 2000 era uh, and now working in my youth uh, program boards, coaching as well as, you know, making all the rules and all the adjustments. Uh, you know, and we're not afraid to go around the fields and check and if guys aren't doing what we want to do. We either ask them to leave or change. You know, you're going to do what we do. This is a one system. It's a system offense and defense, and we're going to run it. You're going to learn it. And then we move ourselves up into the middle school, which is really hard because those principals are behind the rocks. they got to find teachers, and finding a teacher coach in middle school is tough. So I have had guys even come back. I have the Kevin and Kyle Jones, the twins, that played for me on the 2015 state championship team. You know, they run my middle school programs now with some other adults that help them. Uh, you know, Barry Bolin, who is, who's been with me throughout the years. His son played for me. His son, Sam Bolin, is now a a middle school coach. So I got so many people from top to bottom that have been players here. My freshman program now is run by a kid who was a senior when I got here, B.A. Painter. And uh, he's got Matt Adams, who's a running back on my 2008 state championship team. And with him is Gavin Everett, who's a scholarship player at Indiana University, works with as a volunteer. And Adam Lugring, who's a fireman, is a volunteer for my freshman team. Uh, it, it just, it's been unbelievable. Uh, the amount of guys we have that were part of the program from 2000 success and 2008 state championships and 2015 and 16 uh, state championships and, and state finals games all the way up to now. But the big thing is I still got guys in my building that have been with me here for 18 years, 19 years of the 20, actually 20 years. If you want to, I'm not, I'm wrong. The 18 year guys, I, I forgot two years of their contract. <laughs> actually it'd be 20 years. Um, <laughs> Love it, love it, And it's it, like we it. can finish each other. We, we can finish each other's sentences. We've watched everyone's kids grow up. The kids have come through and played for us. Uh, my kids have, you know, all went through already. Uh, it's just been it is, it's been family. I guess that's the biggest word you could say. We are a big family, um, and we don't always agree on everything. It's been a it's a tough deal. You know, I'm not the, I'm not I'm not easy to work for, and uh, I you know I, I pay attention to a lot of little things and. Uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's basic stuff that I really grind on and our guys have bought into it. Uh, we research football, but you know, I didn't want anybody to become John football where that's their whole life. Cause I think that that hurts more than it helps. Sure. I think they have to have a little bit of a release. So it's been a fun thing. You know, we've already started our winter, uh, workouts. 
speed workouts and stuff. I, I have track. Obviously, I mix those guys right in there with them. Most of the football guys are in track. So there you go. You know, 80% of your team is dual sport athlete. Yeah, you, they got they got coach year-round. Uh, Eric Moore on the line. Center Grove's uh, coach of the year for the, the Colts this year. He's a finalist for the Don Shula Award. I could go on and on with this. I'm trying to figure out what questions I want to take out of here. <laughs> so I cut it up a little bit, coach. <laughs> but but you know what? I, I, I think this would be a good time to throw this in, and then we'll get back to a little football, get a little serious here. Uh, it's been well documented that you've been dealing with cancer for the last several years here, and uh, including through this year, including through the state championships, um, I'm, I'm assuming that those that family you talked about, not only your football family but your family, is important in that. But I wanted to ask you this question: A, we want to make sure you're 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 good and healthy, and our prayers are to you. But what have you learned about yourself through this battle? <laughs> well, I learned I'm not nearly as tough as people think or I thought. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know, I've got so much respect for the people that battle cancer, no matter what kind of cancer it is. And especially the young kids, uh, and you go into those facilities to get treatments and stuff, and you feel so bad for yourself, and you feel sorry for yourself, and I, I just hate that pittiness you feel. And then you look over and you see other guys, and man, you're not the only guy going through this, and I got a lot better than that guy does. Uh, and it just resets you. It really does. It resets you. I've tried to have a great attitude and have uh, fun with the people that are working on me, and uh, man, how many wonderful nurses and doctors the Indiana University met this hospital has here in Indianapolis I go to the same place every time with the same people uh I'm, they're probably ready to kick me out but uh <laughs> it's, it's been a it's been a you know, I don't say it's been a great ride with them you know uh, they've done a great job with me and I'm hoping that maybe we can figure out a way to get through all this and, and beat this uh, it does reoccur and it, it sort of punches you in the gut you think you go three months you think you're okay and then when you're six months check up you're back to square one again so you got to be resilient to it but I'm not nearly as tough as these other people that deal with it. And I thought I was a tough person, but, uh, it, it's, it's been a journey, but I'll tell you what, my teams have been great distractions and I felt so guilty the last three years. We've had so much success, three state, state, cha- three straight state championships. Um, we, we were undefeated for two consecutive years. We won 30 straight games. We've been beat by two private schools. We've never been beat by a public school since 2019. And uh, I've been able to not worry about cancer. I don't even think about it a lot of times. I try not to ever miss, even though I'm sick. Sometimes I've got to go behind the bleachers and puke. But other than that, uh, I think that the kids have, I think the kids have bought into the fact that sometimes the world isn't fair, and that's what we really try to teach this. Sometimes it's not fair, but that doesn't mean you've got to quit and roll over and just uh, shut down. Uh, deal with it and, and suck it up and let's go. And I hope I give them a little bit of pride with that and a little bit of the life lesson that no matter how good they think they got it, you know, it could all turn around in one day and understand they do got it better than everybody else. So, um, I, you know, just a lot of life lessons. I, I just, I can't, I can't imagine uh, the last three years without dealing with, you know, life. You know, you tell kids all the time as teachers, you have ups and downs in life, especially in coaching, especially in every game. You gain 10, you lose five, you gain 20. He gets called back. You score a touchdown. They score a touchdown. So that's the way games are. Life's the same way, peaks yep. and valleys. And we try to, you know, get our kids to concentrate on just us and maintaining all that. But, uh, you know, this year was a special year. And I don't mean this team was better than any other team because it really wasn't. But this team is a team that never got on the field before. These were kids that I knew really well because I knew them from scout teams. And I don't think I've ever been as proud of a team as I've been in the 2022 Trojans, Grove Trojans, because 
they spell out the word opportunity. These kids had already earned three rings, and they could have come to practice and said, you know, I really don't need this this fourth ring. I don't really need this go to the state for the fourth time in a row. But instead, in January last year, in January about 20th, I had a little talk with them, and we only talked about this one time, and I talked about the word legacy. I said, "All all can be said, and we can motivate, we can do everything you want. But at the end of the day, what's going to be your legacy to this high school football program? What's going to be, what are people going to say about you? What are they going to say about your team? What are they going to say about the class of 22? And I said, so guys, it's up to you now. We've, as coaches, we've won everything we can win. We've been undefeated. We've been ranked fifth in the nation. We've done all that. What do you want out of this? And I just sort of pushed it all over to them and hoping that some motivation, if I could give them some motivation and, um, you know, give them some leadership and just, you know, just by trying to be here every day and be a part of their lives, we could get them to understand that. And by golly, we were not very good when the season started. We were winning, but we weren't, we weren't very good. And the, the, the kids that were the worst on the field in the state championship, they were the best on the field. And that's what I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we lost eight plays into our first game. We lose what probably should have been a Mr. Football player of the state. And running back Drew Wheat, he had a, that friend's, Franz break in his foot. Uh, and I, I never feel as bad for a kid. You know, he's played for three years and, this is going to be the big senior year, and he's going to walk off with a big scholarship, and everything's out the door now. And what are we going to do? Well, the next kid picked it up, and the next kid is Micah Coyle, is the boy's name. In the playoffs, he had 900 yards in four games against Warren Central, Cathedral, uh, Fort Wayne Carroll, the three best defenses in the state. So uh, he had the opportunity to be a star all year long, and he took it. And he took it. You know, kids that played the offensive line, kids that were three deep on the defensive line. Well, you know what? They had a kid in front of them going to Ohio State, a kid in front of them going to Michigan State, a kid in front of them going to Minnesota, a kid in front of them going to Louisville. They couldn't beat them out, but they didn't quit. That's what I'm proud of. We've built a program, and everybody talks about it, especially Nick Saban. I love when he talks about it, the process. Mm-hmm. If you can understand the process, and I really believe – I don't know what else we've taught them in this world, but our kids, our 2022 kids, they understood what the process meant. And I really believe because they went through the process of being JV kids that didn't play and scout team players as juniors, never getting on the field, and finally when it was their time as a senior, instead of just backing into it and, and getting what they maybe, you know, a little bit out of it, they took the opportunity to prove that they were going to set their own legacy. And I'm so proud of them for standing up and saying, hey, we're just as good as those other classes. And, yeah. you know, by rights they are. They're state champions. No doubt. And, and folks, if you've been listening to anything here, Coach Moore is showing you while he is the uh, Colts Coach of the Year, such energy, such enthusiasm, battling through his own personal issues there. And, and Coach, we certainly can't get every kid's name in here. you you got a couple in there. I'd like to at least allow you the opportunity to name your captains and, and, and what they did for this team. Well, you know, my first captain was uh, one of five brothers that's played for me, the Holt family, Aaron Holt, who's like the CEO of my program. He's a um, a financial advisor guy, but yet he spends 30 hours a week on football with me. His son's Jackson, who's an American hero. He's a U.S. United States Army Ranger. Uh, his, uh, the next son, Trevor Holt, was a, a scholarship player at Ball State. Sam and Ty played on state championship teams. And then uh, Eli, the last, the last of the Holt brothers, played for me this year. Uh, was my slot back, wing back, uh, one of the most talented kids coming back. He gets hurt in game four, 
misses six games with a knee injury, gets back and make the scores a touchdown in the state championship game. You know, that's one of my captains. Uh, my other captain is Gage Reese. Gage was a non-playing, non-factor kid. Actually, Curdy's uh, knee the first play of the state championship in a kickoff last year. Had knee surgery, came all the way back and started and played every down of every game and was our captain, one of our leading defensive people. Uh, nothing to look at, five foot nothing, 180 pounds, but just a great spiritual leader, a great leader by mouth. You know, he was a motivator, uh, wasn't going to take anything for granted, wasn't going to lose, and that's why I loved in him. Uh, Tyler Cherry, you know, we lost our quarterback, uh, Taven Jackson, went to Tennessee last year, you know, three-year starter, three state championships, you know, games in a row for him. And in comes Tyler Cherry, a junior, uh, who's going to be a great Division One quarterback now. Had a super season. Doesn't hardly speak a word. The kids respect him. Uh, what a great job. Micah Coyle, like I said uh, before, our running back. This is a super job with over 2,000 yards rushing uh, this year. Jalen Thompson, probably the most elite kid on our football team. Actually, the only Division One player we had uh, going to University of Ohio commit right now. Um, Jalen was a, a kid who'd hurt his shoulder during the state championship game last year. Tories Laborum had an interception and nine tackles. That's pretty good. That's toughness right there, huh? Not bad. Came back, worked, worked, the, yeah, worked the whole offseason off and came back, and he was one of our leaders. Matter of fact, when we lost uh, our second running back in Eli Holt and Drew Wheat, we lost both those kids early. I brought him over from defense and said, guys, hang on. Hang on the way, way you can. We'll go score points, and that's what we did. Um, Austin Weesey, our left, our left guard, started every game for three years, never missed a practice, never missed a game for three years, never missed anything for three years. Uh, our tight end was a young sophomore, T.J. Williams. Uh, totally every day I said, i got to figure out a way to replace you because I don't think you can do this. And he showed me, and he played with a hurt knee and had surgery after the season was over even. Uh, but he sucked it up and did a great job. Uh, our defensive line that I'm so proud of, Elijah Chandler, a young kid, a junior, is going to be great next year. Um, but really, the one that really turned me on was Ryan Railing. Ryan is a 4.76. He's an Einstein. He's going to go to Purdue University to study actuary, math, mathematics, and science. It's hard to have a conversation with him. He's so brilliant. <laughs> but he is all about high school football. His heart's bigger than his head. He played scout team his entire life, never got on a football field, and ended up having two sacks in the state championship game. Played his butt off all year, learned, got blocked, made bad plays, but learned all year long the process. Keep fighting, keep coming back. I love those type of stories. Um, middle linebacker Owen Bright was probably one of the most talented kids on our team. Uh, he's, now he's a three-year starter. He'll be a three-year starter this year. He had a phenomenal season as well. So, you know, that's some of the kids in, that have really, really, you know, made contributions to our team. We lost another senior, our senior safety, uh, uh, Gavin Oaks, who was a, probably a Division One player. Lost him to a knee injury five, six games into the season. So we had all this, all this stuff happen to us that could have, you know, if you told me in July you're going to lose all these guys, I'd say we went 0-9. But instead, other guys uh, took, the, took the opportunity to be great, and it was their chance to, to be great football players and represent Center Grove High School on Friday night in front of all those people. And that's how you do it from a youth program up, right, Coach? You, you, you don't have Absolutely. to rebuild. You just reload it because all the kids know what's what. Uh, two more questions, and I'll let you go. We've got Eric Moore on the line, Colts Coach of the Year, Center Grove High School, uh, south of Indiana. Uh, I want you to put on your kind of ambassador's hat for high school football in the state and then kind of mix that into with what I joked about earlier with Mike Pryor, the Colts Commissioner of Youth Football and all that. Uh, when I found 
found out, I, I, well, I knew Mike played in the NFL. What I didn't know was he's been a longtime coach at Cathedral, and right now it's kind of Center Grove and Cathedral, right? You guys came into this season, uh, two-time defending champs in 6A and 5A. Uh, talk about your relationship with Mike, and then in general, just talk about the improvement. I, I see it. Um, I, our algorithm shows that the, the state is getting better and better and better. Uh, how do you see it through your eyes? So whichever one of you want to start with, have at it, because I know you can talk. <laughs> well, well, Mike's an outstanding, uh, outstanding former athlete, but an even better person. Uh, obviously, he's a really good coach. He, he knows the game well, as good as anybody does. He was a great player for the Colts, uh, and he was one of the—he was a process guy. You know, he had to fight for everything he he had and got in the NFL. Uh, and you know, good things happen to good people, and there he goes. He's a—he ends up being a—you know—within the system and, and still working for the Colts. They—they they knew what they had. His legs might have run out of gas, but his heart and his uh, mind never have. And he still does so many tremendous things for the Colts. But he is in charge of the youth football in high school. And what a great Le- uh, Leonze is, he is. He's just a just a perfect individual that you can talk to. You can call at any time. He has zero ego. Uh, you can talk to him about football. You can talk to him about life. Uh, he's become a good friend of mine. Great to compete against him. Uh, the Cathedral teams are always so well coached. Um, they do a great job. They have, you know, former NFL guys running around there all the time uh, because of, you know of, of their affiliation. Uh, but it's 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 uh it's it, you know it's fun to have competitors and not have the hatred involved, and that's what I really like. I mean, they beat us the last game of the season this year. You know, mm-hmm. we were we were hit like thirty three to thirty one to thirteen, and next thing I know, in the fourth quarter, we lost the game. Uh, bad job by me. <laughs> great job by them and you know everybody was looking about for hatred and stuff and not and cathedral boys did a great job they they, they made great plays that's football you know we're, we're all one game together here and then we played them in a semifinal game and you know we got revenge and we beat them and got to go to the state championship so and out and in in, in result you know we came out on the, the better side of the deal but uh it wasn't for lack of what mike Pryor or any of the cathedral coaches do they do a tremendous job Mike's outreach program to all the – he's got so much going on. I don't know how he figures it all out. He's in charge of so many different things with the Colts. Uh, but he's so comforting to talk to. and He's just one of the guys, you know. You're not, you don't feel like you're talking to a computer when you talk to Mike. Um, and he's, uh, he can be reached anytime, 24 hours a day, it seems like, if you have a problem with whatever's going on. Like tomorrow we're getting ready to go to practice and watch the Colts. He'll be in charge of that and – uh, he'll get us where we need to be and get tickets for the game on Sunday, and we'll be introduced to before the game. That's all his stuff, you know, and he understands how important that is. Uh, obviously, in Indiana, the people want to see high school coaches. They want to see the grassroots program honored. Uh, the Colts have a a uh, locker thing in the facility uh, where you're, when you're walking to your seats, there's a big thing, uh, a display case. You can walk up to the champions of all – of all the champions, all six champions put their helmets and jerseys like a locker, and it's you know covered with plastic, where people can come by and see what the six A champion looked like, the one A champion looked like. Uh, that's all Mike Pryor, you know, and his ideas and stuff like that. So it's just been again a great relationship with Mike. As far as football goes, you know, he's a competitive coach and he does a great job, and they always put on a clinic. Actually, I think it's this weekend at, at Cathedral High School and. They call it the Metro Clinic, and you know, giving back. You know, Mike is one of the many Indianapolis Colts people that just 
all the time are giving back, and that's what I can appreciate. None of us invented any of this stuff. You know, come on. <laughs> we stole from everybody else. And let's just, you know, sharing the program, paying forward is what it's all about. You know, Jim Mersey is, you know, super, probably one of the most um, uh, giving people I've ever been around, you know. And, uh, you know, that just, from the top down to the bottom, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, it's been that way. And yeah. obviously Mike Pryor is one of the main cognates of that wheel. I just want to know when you two talk, do you have to put up signs so you can get in? Because you both can talk. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Mike talks a lot. You talk a lot. I don't know how we do that. I do want, I do want you to put on that ambassador hat, though. Um, the state of Indiana high school football through your eyes. What do you think? Where do you think it is right now? Well, are you asking me that because I'm the oldest guy in Indiana high school football or because I've done this so long? As We're the same age, well, so if I'm calling you old, I'm calling me old, and I'm not. <laughs> well, it's like I said before, you know, uh, 25 years ago, Indiana didn't produce a lot of big-time football players. Mm-hmm. Like, for whatever reason, they just came here, and they've always had these great basketball players, and, and, and that's okay. We still have great basketball players in these schools. But now we've just been blessed. I think it's because – of the the knowledge and the improvement of the game uh, because of the Indianapolis Colts and what they've done and making football important. They've made football so important to our state, and they've uh, created an atmosphere where it's okay to be a high school football coach. It's okay to be a high school football player. It's important still, again. Um, so I think that's where it started. And I, I honestly believe that. You can go back and look at, at, at how things were. I mean, before the 2000, we had great players. But there were there were few between. Mm-hmm. Now every year there's great players come out of the state. Um, so I think obviously they're they have been the, the key input for the for having such a championship level of football, and especially in the Indianapolis area, it's just remarkable here. And it's just because of the training and the although the science, exercise science has improved so much in our state uh, towards the game of football. And you know there's more kids that can play football, so you have the opportunity to have seven or eight or nine division one type players if, if they work hard enough i think football strong we we uh at the at the grassroots level we endured the concussion you know protocol where you know 10 years ago 12 years ago football was going to get canceled because of concussion mm-hmm. and and we fought our way through that and we adapted and then the coronavirus come what's going to happen well in the state of indiana the first the first athletic program to compete and and fight against the coronavirus was a football program and I can remember our commissioner standing up saying, if you guys can pull this off this fall, you'll save sports in Indiana. And we did. We did exactly what the, the then doctors and whatever told us to do. We observed all the rules, and we still had high school football. We still had physical fun high school football, and we still had a tournament and a state championship, in which we won that year. We were the Corona champions, too. So... <laughs> Uh, finally, uh, last question for you, Coach. Uh, you kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, I'll mix it this way. Instead of how do you feel about being the Coach Man of the Year, what's it like to have your name said in the same breath as Don Shula and the possibility of winning the uh, Don Shula Award? Uh, I, I, I'm speechless to even be considered, and I'm so honored for the Colts to even consider me. But to be mentioned in the same words as as a young man, as a 12-year-old kid, you were 10, 12, however we were, we're watching that Dolphins team play. Oh, yeah. I can remember almost every game of their season and how tremendous. And we thought that, honestly, you thought that it would probably happen 20 more times. We never thought that would be the only undefeated team. Uh, just, just, It's just an honor. I, I, you know, I just can't say enough. I, everything, I, Don Shula 
he was such an innovator to the game and he, so many different ways of doing this and styles of doing that and uh, the kinds of players they had. And gosh, it's really cool to, to be mentioned. What a neat award and, and to be called the Don Shula Award. I'm just, it's, I'm blown away with it. Again, I'm very humbled and honored. Um, and you know, sometimes I got to pinch myself to see if this stuff's really going on. <laughs> well, congratulations on the award. It, it's well deserved. I've enjoyed. I've taken more of your time than I had anticipated, but there's a lot of good nuggets in there for people listening to this, young and old, coaches, players, all that. And uh, as we go away, all I want to say is, Coach, congrats, and 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 most importantly, thank you for taking so much time with the student athletes throughout your career. That that means a lot to a lot of young men out there, and uh, we appreciate your your time and. Uh, Best of luck uh, when it comes to uh, the announcement of who wins the the Shula Award. Well, I'll surely be waiting on that, and congratulations to whatever, however it goes to anyone. Uh, again, thank you for all you do for high school athletics, especially for high school football. I appreciate uh, the chance to get to talk with you again, and uh, you have a super great new year, and I wish you nothing but health and wealth, and let's go, go Trojans. That's the NFL Play Football Podcast. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the NFL Play Football Podcast.